Let's give them something to talk about. I see the energy running out. What was that? Uh, that was, I'm, I'm rusty here. Hold on. I didn't have the right window up. <laughs> this is what happens when we take a month off. And the sound was like you just like went from all to none. Like, so there wasn't this nice gradual roll. Yeah, I fucked that up big time. All right, so we're back after uh, three weeks off. Sorry about that, folks. Um, sickness kind of rolled around through this this crew right here. We we had uh, uh, contacted Derek to get him on, and and he was all excited. And I got sick, and there was no way we were going to go into this small room studio room that we had. we're all in. The, well, it looks like we're in different locations. We're all in the same room, and we're not that far apart away from each other. We this room is jokingly referred to as the COVID room because. It was COVID was spread. Uh, it, it, was, it was like ground zero. It was like ground zero. It was like ground zero. We made it a full year without getting anything in here. And, and then it crept its way in. It, just, yeah. it happened. Yeah. So, welcome, Derek. Uh, thanks thanks for being a part of it. It's good. I'm looking forward to talking to you and hearing your story and what we're doing. Do we want to go this style or do we want to go this style? Oh, uh, this. So, yeah, move over a little bit. Yeah, there you go. It's oh. kind of the opposite. So we can, go, we can do this style too, which, which kind of works too. There you there go. go. All right. And um, um, so we got we got a few things to talk about today. But first of all, I just wanted to give a intramural open update because we did our draft last night at Diablo. So if you're doing an intramural open, one of the fun things to do, well, first of all, is, is assign team captains. So whether you have two teams, if you've got a gem of you know, you get 20 athletes to, I think 20 to 50 athletes in that range. I would have two teams. Yeah. Cause you want lots of scoring opportunities. Um, if, if you don't, I, I, you gotta be careful if the teams get too small because then one team can easily dominate. And then, you know, that's where you might want to go with instead. So then you end up with like a purple team. Yeah. And then, and then, well, you know, what you could do is you could award points, the same kind of points we do for intramural open, which I'll talk about. You could do that as a, you know, on a theme night, and then just give mm -hmm. points to to people, uh, not only for the performance, but judging and for other things. Um, but I'll talk about that. So we we did our draft last night, and how we did our draft, we did it. We call the snake style draft. So we we had people the three teams pick a number the closest to the number went first the second closest to the number went second and third and then what you do is you start team one goes does their top pick of the draft then team two goes then team three goes and then team three goes again so it's snake so you're out and back out and back and forth yeah um which is cool it goes it actually goes pretty quick until we get to like deep into it and then it's kind of you know people are really you get deep into it and the reason why it slows down is that once people's names get taken off the list, it, it, it screws up your list because you're looking at going, oh, well, I was going to choose that person, that person, but they're already on someone else's team. So, um, sounds like fun. Echoes better. I need to take some notes. All right, you got all the sound right, Jamie. Yeah. Well, once we had to reset that computer, okay, we didn't we didn't return off that uh, mute. So okay. It's off. Okay. Um. So. Uh, anyway, so we so we did a snake style draft, and which which uh, which went 
um, which went really, really quick until you get deep into it. Yeah. And then um, we allowed the teams then I, we're, we're going to Diablo's going to what Diablo's going to do too. We're going to um, have three other events that people teams can score on. And I'm t- I took this idea from CrossFit Roots. And if you go to CrossFit Roots' Instagram page um, and you click on their link on their bio, you can get access to their format. And it's very detailed. There's a very detailed. They get all the communications for the team captains, all the communications for their members. They tell you how to do it, the whole nine yards. Really good. And so I, um, we're doing the same, one of the things that they recommended, which is have your teams have another scoring opportunity outside of the open. So we're going to have three events that are separate from the open that the teams can score on, but it's still a competition. So the first one I chose is a social media post. So brilliant, by the way. (laughs) So each, each team has to come up with a social media post one minute or less promoting the open and they can, they can do it however they want. I don't care. You know, you can hire someone, you can do whatever you want. And the, it's the easiest way to judge it. So I'm going to, I'm going to post their, um, I'm going to post their post, post their post, their video <laughs> on Diablo's Instagram page. And then we'll measure it by the number of likes each team gets. And so then the top team will get 10 points in this case. Um, and so I gave them the dates of their, um, yeah. that they had, that they're going to post. So that should be interesting. I'll to say see you didn't those. spread those out at all. Did you? No, I didn't because <laughs> I wanted them all to happen the week. I wanted to ha- the week to happen like before the open. Okay. So I give them two days each, but it's going to be really interesting to see how it, how it works. Are you going to post it um, kind of all around the same time? So there's some consistency, like, not going to post one of them like in the middle of the night or no, I'll post them. I'll try to post them all at the same time. Okay. I'm running social media, so it could be anything. (laughs) (laughs) Making rules like everybody has to be a part of the video or just has to be whoever wants to. That's that's exactly what my wife asked. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, that's like, that might be really tough in a one minute video. So yeah, no, they can, they can, they can concoct, they can come up with, they can use dogs for their video. I don't care. Like, but they got to come up with something for their team and it's all going to be measured on likes. And I would, by the way, that's a hint. I would use dogs. Dogs get likes. (laughs) (laughs) Good to know. That's a good, that's a good, that's a good question. That's a good point. So we'll look forward to those. Those are going to post on the, I have it posted on the 20th of this month. 27th no 22nd uh, okay the, the 22nd and then or i'm sorry the 20th the 23rd and the 26th 20, okay okay so um a third thursday uh, no i'm sorry a tuesday thursday and a monday mm-hmm. yeah so tuesday friday monday i think it is tuesday mm-hmm. friday monday but anyway spreading them out in three days so that they get a chance to get some likes before Create some traction yeah <clears throat> maybe you should put them all out at this I was gonna no. say maybe at the same time because because you might get more momentum like the no, the first post no, might no, get no, more no, the, pro- the problem with that is is that one stacks on top of the other that's tr- oh, okay and it pushes it out okay right so I want to give them you know at least like two days of airtime mm-hmm. on social media for them to get it liked because what you don't want to do is tell your team hey okay everybody on our team make sure you go and like our post yeah. and then they go to like it and they accidentally like the wrong the one the wrong one yeah because it's been stacked different well, what if right? you did it in a, in a story format because then it's like a full 24 hours and then it's gone oh, oh christ because <laughs> <laughs> then because then you're not picking up 
like people liking the first post because it's been there longer. Okay. Did you not hear the part where I'm running the social media for Diablo? <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you miss that part? Minor detail. <laughs> Minor detail. <laughs> Stories and reels. And shit. <laughs> like posts. That's all I know. Got it. In less than a minute. Noted. <laughs> yep. Keep it simple, um, right? So anyway, so the team, <laughs> so so the initial team, so we, we last night we drafted 150 athletes, and it was a ton of fun. Um, and and again, we 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 thought, Derek, we thought about you know this is from an affiliate owner that's been around 15 years, and and you can learn from my mistakes. This whole this whole episode will be a lesson in what not to do <laughs> as an affiliate owner. One of them is don't broadcast your draft live. <laughs> <laughs> We literally have to like I have to have everybody in the room sign an NDA. Whatever gets <laughs> said about this room stays <laughs> here. And which it would actually be really good kind of from a we we decided a lot of us said, you know, it'd be really interesting to hear if other people did the draft, what they had to say about us as right. people and athletes. Right. Because and then coach. you know it could be you could be a learning experience mm-hmm. for you. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so and so standards. I will tell, right. tell you that there are some people, and I know I listen, I can already guess what people say about me. But but I think there's some people in the gym that didn't don't know that they have nicknames, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Anybody that goes to my gym, you don't have a nickname. Uh-huh. <laughs> Derek. You're getting ahead of this one. I love you all the same. <laughs> Oh my God! It's so been good. early. No, it was all in love and fun. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but it was pretty hilarious. If you've got the, the thing is like, if you have any idiosyncrasies with the way you train, the way you work out, like those are the things that we talked about mostly. And it was, and literally, it was all in fun. But you think, you know, you think you're in a, you know, hey, this is a. Well, and it is a safe place. <laughs> this is going really bad. I did not want to get on this topic. But you, you started it. Yeah, but 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 we all see each other so much. Yeah, yeah. Like this is family. It's family. It's, family. Yeah, it's like a family. It really is family. Yeah. We see each other so much that we know the little mm-hmm. things that people do. We're just honest. Yeah. Right. Honesty is a big yeah. thing. I'm like, if I can't be honest with you, I can't be your coach. Right. right? I have to right. be honest with you and tell you how I look at you. And if I can't, then you know there's no, something there's a problem yeah you can't, yeah, yeah. You, can't, you can't be sensitive to it yeah because if you think some way about me then you know i would want you to tell me to right so yeah. otherwise it's otherwise where's that conversation open. happening behind a door yeah, behind right. your back yeah, yeah exactly exactly every everybody knows that if there's you know wall balls rowing or an assault bike I'm going to be there for the workout. They just, they just know I'm going to be there. Huh, and wanna, wall walks show up. That looks yeah, Where'd yeah, Craig right, go? Hey, where'd Craig go? <laughs> or Turkish right. get-ups. Oh, God. We had Turkish get-ups yesterday. Right. It, was a, it was a light day in the gym. It was very light. It was like I, was, I coached the opening classes and was like, this yeah. is the welcome to the most cherry-picked day of the month. Uh, yeah. And it's, you know, with the, and, and, although I will tell you, I talked to people about it. We laughed about it. It's like we all admitted. It's something we all need to do, mm-hmm. and we all avoid it. Good. Yeah, that's it was right. following a big day too. So that's right. So anyway, so back to back to the open. So we picked we picked uh, we picked a, uh, like almost fifty athletes per team. Mm-hmm. We picked people that hadn't registered for the open. So you're now going to get hassled by your yep. captain to register for the open. So we had 150 athletes we went through, and we still we're not done. I'm, yeah. My goal is that we get to 200 athletes for Diablo this year. But we got through everybody that's registered. Correct? Yes, we got through yeah. everybody that's registered. Yeah. So if you're registered for the open, chances are you're on a team. I'll publish that later today so everybody can see cool. where they are. So that then the the other the second thing, um, and 
Divinity Way Teen Trials is happening this year. Are you kidding me? We'll come yeah, back to that. Yes, teen, teen Trials is happening. How's that? There you go. Go back to class. <laughs> um, the <laughs> we're not good with comments either here in this podcast. I already gave him a, dis- a heads up. <laughs> and then the oh, so we're doing. We've got 150 athletes drafted, and then we got we picked the three events. The set, one event is the social media post. The second event I hope to do this is tentative is a bowling night. So we'll come oh, together yeah. or a bowling afternoon. We're going to try and do it on a Saturday afternoon, the second Saturday of the of the open. Okay. And then I think the third one is going to be a, a bake off where we do some oh, sort nice. of competition cooking thing, mm-hmm. which should be fun. Um, so that's that part of it. And then the, then we then we're picking themes. So there oh there's team colors too. By the way, and the three team colors. Like, you know this is one of those things. Black where, like teal. Th- th- this is where like it was. You know how good is democracy really, right? Because <laughs> the team. So you, you, I let the captains. I go. You guys pick your own colors, and the colors they come up with black. Okay, fine. <sighs> there was a black team last year. It didn't win, but you want to try this year. That's fine. All right. That's not super creative, but I get it. You want to wear black, and it's of course the two pregnant ladies who want to wear black for obvious reasons. <laughs> Again, I'm getting in trouble. And the next, <laughs> then the next team picks teal and red, which. Be, and, and I a said, terrible color scheme. I told her, like, I said, well, teal and yellow at least. Te- We're going to go, go t- two and, colors. Teal and red, what's that? Well, we saw it on a purse. <laughs> That's what they said. We saw it on a purse. It looked cool. It was on a purse. That's the color we're going with. <laughs> oh, yeah. So whoever's on teal and red, good luck. Thanks. Um, have fun in anything in your closet with those colors. On hey, it. it's better than indigo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we had indigo one year. And then the last team is pink. pink. They pink, which is okay, but man, that's like that's you know, bros and pink. <laughs> Real so, men can wear pink. This is going to be an interesting intramural <laughs> open. So those are three colors. Wait, is it any pink or is it a specific pink? I don't know. Uh, I think it's just pink. A, again, just pink, dude, pink, you, you pink, pink. You got to get. You got to talk to my wife because <laughs> that's the first thing she asked. Right. She goes, "Is it fluorescent pink or is it flat pink?" <laughs> Is it salmon? I don't pick. know. Ask Rod who picked it. The guy <laughs> who picked it. Oh, you don't think uh, Maddie had anything to do with that? Well, maybe she's she might have. And then the and then the last thing was we pick themes. We also do we we make this as complicated as possible, <laughs> right? But it does make it fun. So there's a theme each week. And I would say if you're not doing intramural open affiliates, if you're small and you don't want to get into doing the intramural open and all the scoring that goes with it. Um, at least do a theme night because those make it those do make you if you're mm-hmm. doing a Friday Night Lights or a Saturday main event pick a theme because those that makes it a lot of fun yeah. and members do enjoy themes yeah. um, I don't personally but members do and and then I play along and at the end of it I'm like okay that was fun <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the themes that has been thrown out that that I rolled my eyes at because it drives me crazy is a Christmas theme I don't get that. Yeah, no, I can get on board it's, with that. It's I like freaking that. March. Oh, you can't get on board with that. I like oh, Christmas. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, but that's once a year, second, and we are like we just talked about second this. Second favorite day of the year behind Halloween. Oh, so, <laughs> well, in some cases, you start preparing for it right after Halloween. <laughs> I'm not allowed to because my wife likes to hang up all the all the Thanksgiving okay, stuff. So okay. I kind of uh, have to wait. Uh, I wait till like uh, halfway during November and then we start throwing. So, it is, so does okay. Yvonne. Yvonne hangs up all the Thanksgiving stuff. And then the next theme uh, that we got is a neon slash 80s theme. Okay. That's which we one. did last year. And that's that is chill. that is a lot of fun. Yeah. 
And then I don't have a third theme yet from the other team. They didn't they didn't pick one yet. So we'll have three themes as well. It's gonna be a pink panther team. And just real quick, I was <laughs> we, I was gonna get through this in five minutes. I've already taken like way too much time. So we're clearly not practiced at this two weeks off and we suck. Just like <laughs> just like Metcons. Take a couple weeks off of Metcons and all of a sudden your Metcons go to hell. The the la the um how we score this is every week what I'll do is I wait to the end of the open after the open closes then on Tuesdays my like I block Tuesday out and it probably takes me about three hours to get through the scoring and crunch all the numbers primarily because I don't delegate it um and I pull their scores I pull you can sort the scores by you can pull your gym scores which is cool so you can pull your whole affiliate scores I pull that and I put that on I just transfer that to a Google spreadsheet. And then I clean I clean up the data a little bit. And it's actually not hard to clean up the data. And what's cool now, CrossFit allows you to download a CSV file. So that was new of last year. Yeah, that was new of last year. That's huge, right? So you can download a CSV file of your affiliate scores. And mm -hmm. so you get all your athletes, all their scores. One of the really neat things in that is scaled scores and foundational scores are designated with an S or an F. Mm -hmm. So that what that allows you to do is quickly sort by scaled and you can separate your scaled and foundations from your regular athletes ah, there you go. um people go what about your master's athletes do you give points for them we used to we don't do with that anymore what we do is we just include the master's athletes scores in the top 10 and why that works is master's athlete over age 55 have a lighter weight and usually a an easier gymnastic it's already scaled it's already scaled and so what we'll find is in our top 10, so we have top 10 athletes and we have some good athletes in here, but um, we'll get three or four masters that consistently score in the top 10 of the scoring because their workout has been scaled that allows them to put up really high rep counts or times. Yeah. So, so I take those two together, put masters and open together. Then I take my, my uh, scaled athletes and foundations, put them together and I give points 10 to one, 10. If you're first place in the gym, you get 10 for men, you get 10 first place. Women get 10, then all the way down to, to 10th place where it gets one point each. Okay. We also give points to every person that judges. Now what's cool about the CSV file is that in the CSV file, it also says who your judge is. Oh, got it. And I actually write little formulas that automatically populates, right? So it just goes in, does a search of the thing, pulls a name, and puts a number next to him. So it'll go in and say Derek, and I'll, it'll search Derek. How many times you showed up? It'll say you showed up in that column fifteen times. So I know you judged fifteen times. Um, that works out pretty cool. Really quick. And 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 what here's what why I like that. By the way, scoring on the why the intramural open is one of the best things. The intramural open. Jamie will admit this too. One of the best things the intramural open is it incentivizes judging. Yeah, because judging is a big pain in the it ass. Is. It yeah. is. And so you, you instantly now there's there some of the in the draft when they're doing the draft they're looking for people that can judge or that judge a lot. They're, about, they're valuable people. Oh yeah, <laughs> very valuable. Because one, here's why they'll judge for your team first. And then second, they get points for doing it. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of a cool thing. And then the other thing we give them a point for, we give them a point for attending Friday Night Lights and doing uh, the work out there. And that's easy to do because I just pull it off my mind body list, who was there and who worked out. Nice. So all of that's pretty automated. And then we give, and then I have someone independently tell me who they think the person was that ha is the, you know, has the most spirit in the open. And then that, that you know, and then we, then we, we give them points for that. So we point, we score up every week and then we post that scoreboard as to how each team does and it kind of gets them pumped up and motivated mm -hmm. nice. we've I never do, we've never have points for the um for the uh the judges so it's like the more you judge the more points you get or 
Yeah. Good, good question. Because last year we did it 10 down to one and people were like, well, let's not do that this year. Let's do a point for every. So if you, for every, every session you judge, every session you judge. Oh, I like that better because some people got left out. Some people would judge five times and they didn't even make the top 10. Yeah. And so then, and, and that doesn't drive, um, that's going to increase the scoring a lot too. Just like, Oh, judging because yeah. like there's always judging going on like whether it's the you know friday night lights or not it's like thursday yeah. as soon as the workout's been announced that's actually a good all point. the way through monday very good point jamie and and, and i actually like that yeah. you you want to create is if you're doing an intramural open as an affiliate owner you want to create as many scoring opportunities as possible because mm-hmm. the more points there are the tighter you're going to keep the race yeah, yeah. If you limit point or scoring opportunities, you're you it's it's possible to have one team that just dominates right from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, and that, and that kind of that kind of takes the wind out of the sails for your intramural open. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's where we are is on our intramural open. Whew, that was a lot. If you want any information, if you go to if you go on the CrossFit uh, affiliate page or your affiliate toolkit in mm, there, yeah. the CrossFit Roots. There's a link to the CrossFit Roots. Um plan as well and i think it might be it might even be free for affiliate owners on the oh it's in the uh affiliate tool tool yes yes it's crossfit roots is got it it's crossfit roots is playbook playbook in the affiliate okay toolkit i saw it yesterday um by the way everybody should every affiliate owner should go into that toolkit and fuck around in there for an hour or two even as a coach yeah right (laughs) yeah i didn't realize they gave you all that so deep with the affiliate package isn't that crazy? Me and, me and my wife started going through it. Like I came home, she's like, "You know, we, we can have this, this." I'm like, it's "Too much information." I'm like, <laughs> oh, I love that. It's so true, though. No, that, that makes me happy to hear that. But it is like I, yeah. I went. You know, it took me. You know, I didn't go through it till literally early this year. Really dig into it after Zia. I was gonna say, was it after our podcast with yeah, Zia, Zia when we Zia talked called, about Zia it? Called me out. And- and I, I went through it too, like is because I'm attached to the affiliate. Yeah, we have as a coach, you also have access to get yeah. into some of that stuff, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's 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 super impressive the the volume of stuff, and it's yeah. essentially you got to draw yourself into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Derek, uh, Derek's a new affiliate owner. Um, you're you just got certified like a month ago, right? Yeah, level two. So I've been I was a level one uh, since 2001 or 2001, 2021, and then I uh, just got level two uh, last weekend. Nice. Um, cool course. Did you cry? <laughs> <laughs> no. You've been teaching and coaching prior to that though, right? Yeah, I've been uh, coaching for 11 years. Just, I've been all over the place. I've, I've did any, did anybody at your level two cry? No. Yeah. It's there, t- there, there was one guy, I think towards the end, we had the workout the last day. I think he fell asleep in his car or he had car problems at lunch because he didn't show back up and he showed oh, no. back up like the last 30 minutes at, right when we started the workout oh, no. and they were, they were talking, I don't know what they were saying to him, yeah. but they let him work out and then they talked to him afterwards. I'm like, dude, you just went through a whole, Fuck. almost two days and made it back late. Oh man. I was like, dude, that's CrossFit's really harsh with yeah. that. That's the way they yeah. run those things. I mean, standards. I, mean, I understand though. You gotta be. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good time, man. I learned a lot. You kind of, they put, you, yourself, on, they put you on the stage, huh? Dude. Yeah. I was like sweating the whole time. Yeah, it's like you're you're out of your element. And it's yeah, like all the eyes are on you, and like you 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 know you have your coaching style and you know what you're talking about. But like having every, it's like it's like doing a presentation, yeah. man. Like in high school, you know, like everybody's critiquing you, and they're like just you know, hey, drop your ego, just just go with it, and and then you get done, and they just have this whole sheet of notes, like okay, 
Like, you have this many tactile cues, yeah. this many verbal cues. Like my problem is, is I talk too much. Yeah. So I'm like, I told Wes right from day one, I talk too much. So, yeah. you know, he's like, all right, we're going to say less better. Yeah. I said, damn, just changed my whole life. That was the same. Like, they, they told me, it was like, you, you're, you're, you have too much professional talk. You need to stop yeah. trainer talk. Like, just bring it down. I'm like, I come up first. I'm like, so how's your day going? He's like, shut up. Just fix your feet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they're so good. Dude. Get West, to the point. Man. Let's get I mean, it's my level West, one and my level two. Man, I love Wes, man. West, Shout out Wes no, Wes yeah, and, and Zach. Zach's good yeah. too, man. Zach was at yeah. my level one, my level two. Yeah. It, they're, just, they're, they're all really good and they've, they've been doing it so long. Yeah. And they do, and they don't relax their standards. Never. That's, Which that's is what great. I really like too. Like it, it's still just as hard. Consistent. And very consistent. Super super cool it's like having a west run us through a workout i was like i feel like the worst coach in the world man it was right. like put us through the warm-up and then i was like you always the gym was shaped like a horseshoe so like he was around one corner and the other corner i was in the middle and like i felt like he was always behind me yeah i'm like dude where are you at? <laughs> <laughs> you can't let off anywhere I, I do a wall ball and he's like sit back on your ears there i'm like oh. he's like all the way across the room I'm like dude but yeah it's good though humbles you man it keeps you on your feet like yeah. you understand like you, taking it per, from a perspective of a coach who's who's got so much more skin in the game man it's like damn all right like i want to be like you one day like yeah it's like you know i didn't start like this man he's like i've been doing this for 15 plus years and like, all right i'll get there yeah like, i'll take my time yeah just good soak time. it in yeah Dude. it's probably one of the most um important certs for somebody oh, that's yeah. that's actually actively coaching in crossfit i mean the level one's just scratching scratching the surface yeah. touching on the methodology and then level two just expands and how do you deliver that methodology yep. to the rest i didn't, of the I didn't know what to expect man i was blown away it's like wow yeah. yeah same thing and then we had and then we put all of our coaches through cole's going to do it mm -hmm. next uh, we only have two coaches that are not level two certified and we're going to get those this year mm -hmm. Yeah, I want I, I want to keep going, man. I like uh, like I said, level three. Me and Wes were joking about it. I was like, all right, I'll see you on my level three. Then yeah, like, it's just a test. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna be there with <laughs> a sign holding it up outside the window. <laughs> Don't wait till last minute, like I did, man. It's it's a little nerve wracking. Yeah, man. There is um there is a level four. Yep. Uh, the level four, however, is it sounds like it's on maybe the wall it's, it's on the ropes yeah um it's on the ropes um it's an intense program you have to travel somewhere and then mm -hmm. you run a full class and they and they they give you the programming they, no and they, they and what they'll do is they'll send someone they'll either you travel someplace or they send someone to you i think west just did one for someone he came out and did one for because it's funny you say that west pack because i saw him in someone's feed he had come out to to test them for their level four mm. um and they watch and they evaluate you so do they change they change that because when i was looking into the four it was like you had like most of the level fours were done up in washington right like you had to go to a box and it was like hey here's the programming go well, at it well I, um i saw that wes had gone to someone's gym to evaluate okay. someone oh it was the guy brian at crossfit mid-state oh okay, okay so i'm not sure did if, they do it at his affiliate well he was wes was there at his affiliate so it might be that they're sending the trainers to the i like the, the idea of being out of your element though so do i like yeah. going to a random affiliate that you can you know teach new people that you have no rapport with like how is that sure. process going it is to develop that rapport yeah and it and it is on the ropes they're not they're not crossfit's not convinced yet that it, it's it's 
the level four won't disappear. Like, yeah, it may go through a different variation. Well, it, it just in terms of, I think they they have to look at it through the lens of profitability. Now. Mm-hmm. It, it's a it's a different CrossFit world. Yes, yeah. it's important. Yeah, when and you know, and people can criticize all they want. It, it profitability is important now because of who's running, who owns the company. It's it, it's not that it wasn't important before. The, the, <clears throat> I don't want to mince words here. It is they look at every single thing within CrossFit in terms of its return on the investment that they have in it, mm-hmm. and that's the lens they look through. And that has substantial benefits for all of us as affiliate owners, but it also has some downsides, this being one of them. They don't know if they want to make the investment to promote and expand it, expand it and make it available and, and encourage more people to attend because it just it's not a significant revenue driver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'll always be there, but I think it's going to be just harder and harder to get access to get it. And it's also like, what, are, what do you get out of it? Like that's still not really super well, that's right. clear as far as like going from the level three to the level four. Like, yeah, you've right. you've gone through the scrutiny of being on stage with you know flow master that breaks you apart. But outside of that, like, what else? Like, as far as like you get the level four behind your name, but what else? Yeah, level wow. level two, we know that it improves. Coaching. Yes, yeah. level oh, yeah. level three, we know that not only are you have you accomplished level two and you're a good coach, but now you know all the terminology the, the, and the, the, knowledge, the really the deep stuff because it goes into stuff. a lot of like the 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 health aspects, yes. right? Like uh, special populations, nutrition, and, and yeah. When do you refer out? Like just it's just like you were doing like an ASM test or something yeah. like that. Uh, um, so it, we we talked about your certification. When did when did you get your uh, when did you affiliate officially with CrossFit? Uh, five weeks ago. Uh, hey. wow. yeah, five weeks ago. Nice. So, um, we we were kind of on the fence at first as uh, when they when they raised the price and it was mm. kind of like Ugh, I don't. It's not that we didn't want to do it. It was like, can we afford to do yeah. this? Because yeah. you know we just opened up our place. So um, we opened up our place five weeks ago. We became affiliate. I think actually three weeks ago. Yeah. So officially got in, got the keys, and got set up five weeks ago. How long have you been gym owners? Uh, five weeks. <laughs> so gym owners, five weeks too. Five, wow. five weeks, five wow, weeks. So man. we've we've always I've always leased space um, in running programs out of out of other gyms or out of my garage. But okay, we've had our own place for five weeks. And when you, that's scary as fuck. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it is. It's like because we did it more. We did it more. You're like ripping the bandaid off. We, yeah. you know, Diablo did more jumping right into that cold plunge. Yeah. So my. <laughs> partner and I that started it back in the day um we both had jobs and we kind of did it part-time we just eased our way into it with a park and then a yeah. and then a small garage type facility mm-hmm. um and we still kept our jobs for a number of years before we finally finally in 2009 you know one of us went full-time and then I went full-time in 2016 but um coming back to you and your wife um why did you decide to go well, let me ask you this: How many members? How many members did you open the doors with? We opened the doors with, I think, a hundred and hundred and two members, and we currently have like a hundred and I think twenty-seven. Really? So we've added nice. in the five weeks. We've added about twenty-two people. Really? And that's, and that's because you've had like a program. You've been coaching people. Yeah. You've got clients and members mm-hmm. already ahead of time. So I've is, been doing strength and a, conditioning, okay. and like uh, sports specific. Got it. Got it. Uh, endurance stuff. Um, so I've always kind of had, you know, members. Um, but uh, when we were kind of in between our place we had last time and now, um, 
it got kind of shaky. We were, we were, we were in our garage for six weeks. Um, uh, thank God everybody still paid their memberships, even though they didn't come or if they didn't come, um, not, we only lost maybe two people, but they were people that were kind of already like separated from the community before mm. they were probably on their way out anyway. Right. Yeah. Um, we didn't lose anybody. Everybody stuck with us. Everybody trusted us. We stayed in contact with everybody. We have a full gym built out in our garage. That's how I started, um, 2021. Uh, so we have a full gym built out. We had all of our equipment. Uh, our front yard is actually, uh, padded up and all matted down. Nice. The workout outside. <laughs> That's too. Awesome. And, um, your front yard, front yard. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> and, um, how so you, we just, we, we how many the, neighbors did you get into it? Uh, right now I think we've got four neighbors. Two, two Sweet. are actually full-time, uh, members now and come out to the gym. That's awesome. Uh, we still, and we still have a couple that come by the house every now and again. Like hey, uh, speaking of nicknames, that's awesome. Speaking of nicknames <laughs> that you don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> it always makes me wonder what nicknames my neighbors have for me. Right. Yeah, right. I can only imagine what nicknames Dude, right. neighbors Same. have for you. Same. Dude, running down the street with the with the weight vest on, yep. or carrying carrying, carrying a ball or a sandbag with you, pushing a sled down the street for no reason. And my wife does that. She'll do this. Yeah. Yep. I won't do it. I like I, I kind of like I don't I don't want to do it. My Yvonne, no problem, man. <laughs> you know, yeah, with the sled going up <laughs> down the street yeah. on the, with the pole. She don't care. <laughs> you got to do it when you got to do it right yeah, especially yep. being so busy it's like i wanted to we both wanted to to build something out so that we always had something for ourselves but also like the time you can't buy back your time you know it takes you 30 minutes to get to the gym especially if you have the kids yeah. that's 45 minutes yeah, yeah. you know you got to pack everybody out where if we're at home i can lock the gate i have the garage open kids can play in the front yard i know they're not going to get hurt and then i'm in the garage or i can bring stuff out into the yard and i can mm -hmm. work out in the yard while they're while they're outside playing. So we try to try to make it a little bit easier on ourselves so we don't have any excuses. So it's been working out. But um we uh we 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 made our we got our deal, we got our keys and we moved in um with uh, about 102 members and then yeah I think we're at about 127 now. Um haven't started marketing yet. Everything's just kind of been word of mouth. Uh we just got our um all of our um website and stuff started redoing that and rebranding because we did the CrossFit first. First we were uh Mobile Lab uh, high performance training. Um, yeah. Now we're CrossFit Mobile Lab. Couldn't keep the the high performance training in it, uh, but so we rebranded. So now we got to rebrand all that, and we've got to mm. we've got to make everything brand new again. But yeah. it's exciting. It's like it's yeah, starting, that, starting that, over that could new. be that could be fun stuff yeah. too. Yeah, the hardest part is getting people used to, or not used to, getting people to to stop thinking with a strength and conditioning kind of lenient mindset to this is CrossFit and this is what we're doing now. I was going to ask you that because yeah. you, you said you were doing a lot of sports specific lot with of, people. Yeah. Like how, how was that transition? Like did they, were they, you know, accepting with the concept yeah. of constantly varied? They're, they, we've always kind of done a, a, a form of CrossFit. Basically we were doing CrossFit. We just weren't doing gymnastics. Got it. We were doing like strict pull-ups, mm -hmm. uh, kipping pull-ups, stuff like that. But like the handstand walks, the wall walks, we were kind of keeping out. That was just kind of something I did on my own. Mm -hmm. uh, and a couple of people would join me here and there that we were, that came from CrossFit boxes Got that it. were training with me. Um, but for the most part, it was, it was CrossFit, you know, we're running uh, functional movements, running, skiing, biking, rowing, walking lunges, all the stuff, all the stuff CrossFitters do. Um, mm -hmm. but we just weren't branded as CrossFit and weren't officially a CrossFit box. Yeah. Um, but making the transition was, so our, our Saturday classes, um, used to just be straight endurance. So it was almost like a mock, like a mock high rocks race almost. So we would do just like a, like a long, like 45 to 90 minute, uh, workout where it was just like pushing pulling running rowing so just constantly on the move mm -hmm. so getting people to kind of to to go from that state of mind of like 
I came here to, to, to sweat for an hour and a half to, I'm going to teach you how to, how to wall walk for 15 minutes. I'm going to critique you. And then we're going to do a wall walk, 10 to one ladder, wall walk and double unders. Like, yeah. But yeah, where's the, where's the running and the, yeah. all the, <laughs> <laughs> I need more. Yeah. But, uh, but like I said, we give people so much of variety during yeah. the week that they're starting to catch on. And you tell them like, awesome. listen, like you don't have to, you don't have to train that way. You're still getting all the benefits of training during the week. Just now it's more specific. And now, now I'm coaching you more because yeah. I'm critiquing everything you're doing. You're now moving better yeah. because you're practicing versus exactly. just doing more. Mm -hmm. And then when they start to see the benefits of that, they're like, oh, you're right. Yeah. And then I can still go for my run on the weekend with my dogs. Yeah. That's awesome. So it's not much different. It's just yeah. now the, we're it, a little bit more focused. A couple mm -hmm. takeaways from, from that whole discussion. One is, you know, if you're thinking about starting a gym, pay attention to how Derek did it and then how they decided to make the leap into CrossFit. One of the things that CrossFit did recently, they raised the cost of entry um, at, to $4,500. Mm -hmm. So it's $4,500 plus there's the $1,000 application fee. So it's really mm -hmm. 5500 bucks for an affiliate. Part of the reason why they're doing that, one is obviously they're, they're trying to um, increase profitability for the company. But the second reason why they're doing it is to make sure that when that they're capturing people that have very good intent um, to to be in this for the all the right reasons and long term. And a larger capital commitment is usually directly correlated with a desire and um, ability to run an operation. So the more more cautious, the more likely they are people are to, to, to be successful at, at running one. Um, but he got all this, he built a kind of a foundation mm -hmm. from which to operate, which is similar to what we did. We built a small foundation before we took the leap. Yeah. Albeit the cost of entry was much lower, mm -hmm. $500 for us for the CrossFit affiliate fee. Um, but all of the other costs, like the cost of uh, a rent and, and equipment mm -hmm. oh, yeah. and all that shit, that, that, you know that adds up <laughs> it's the it's the same essentially with inflation Dude. actually might be a little bit yeah. more now maybe a little bit more more now with inflation although there's there's more material there's more there's so more much more like more uh, choices more yeah. available well there's more there's more there's yeah. more um Content. equipment no there's oh, more equipment. Oh, oh oh yeah yeah gotta Bikes make and gotta stuff. make good friends with facebook marketplace yeah, yeah. So <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> yeah. it really is you <laughs> troll you troll um, facebook marketplace and uh craigslist yeah. and then you know you know what my new one is now derek i don't know if you've heard this is i go to next door yeah next, next door is good one. yeah really you troll next door and so we've got two um $750, at least $750 shipping, $1,000 um, reverse hypers. Oh, nice. The nice, and, the top of the line rogue. And ones. what about the squat? Oh, uh, yeah. And the, the, and the belt squat machine. Belt squat machine. Yeah. Three pieces of equipment by his affiliate owner you do not need. Don't buy these. These are, <laughs> these are in an open gym area. Very uh, expensive as far as real oh, estate yeah, and space, but, but, dude, but I got those at, but I got those at like 25% of their face value. And they're, yeah, they're wow. literally brand new. Yeah. So yeah. next, and those are next door and next door people are people that just like that bought it one time and like, oh, I got to get this out. Mm -hmm. Right. And they don't want to go to Facebook because they're a little nervous and they yeah. definitely won't go to Craigslist. A lot of people bought stuff uh, during COVID, man. And just yeah. Oh, that's it, right. And now yeah. they're just getting rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like $500 rowers and just collecting clothes and good stuff. affiliate owners, good affiliate owners will all, and I've, uh, you know, we're 20 years, almost 20 years into affiliate mm -hmm. ownership and I'm still trolling Facebook marketplace yeah. and Craigslist and next door. Yeah. I mean, that's where you found that sauna the first time, right? Yeah. yeah. That's where our first sauna was. <laughs> Have you always been in this building? 
We were no, we were we've been in this building since 2009. Um, we expanded. We started with 4,000 square feet and grew to 12,000 square feet. So we kept taking bays as they came available. Nice. But before that, we were in a thousand square foot uh, the garage that we called it the shed, and it literally was a mechanics garage off of Main Street and Walnut Creek. Nice. Um. So, but anyway, pay pay attention to what Derek said about starting that. I think that's that all that was super like that. I yeah. couldn't prescribe a better way to do it. Yeah. Um. Than than how you did it, kind of built up a foundation, and then you got in, and then making the trend. Here's the other thing I took away from your your discussion because this is what we went through too, and it's interesting that even you know 15 years later he's going through it mm -hmm. is the re-education of the customer base yeah 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 um our customers that come in today i don't think about it as much um because when they come by the time they get to us i feel like they've done a little bit of research into crossfit and they know this is what they want to do mm -hmm. um but it's so it's interesting that yours are coming in but you had people that were doing strength and conditioning training and they're coming in like okay we have people say the same thing. Well, you know, I need to, I need to sweat for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of CrossFit affiliates, and we still have, we have a fit class, we call it, mm -hmm. which is basically CrossFit light, mm -hmm. um, where we try and indoctrinate them into CrossFit without them knowing it's right. CrossFit. Yeah. Um, but it is still something that is, you know, it conventional wisdom still is that you have to work out for an hour, five days a week. Yeah. And you got to, it's got to be steady, constant state, you know, mm -hmm. even zone two training. Yeah. And people are uncomfortable. And then the weight and the, and the, here's the, the even hard, I don't know, you tell me which one's harder to convert is the weightlifters that, you know, want to lift, they want to mm -hmm. lift weights in time. They feel like they're not going to get stronger. They're going to get skinny doing CrossFit. Yeah. <laughs> so which one's tougher? The cardio guy that doesn't, it's not getting enough. It's a good question. Time, or is it the weightlifter that's not getting strong enough? Which one's. I feel like for me, it's more so the weightlifter that's afraid to lose their strength. But I, I give myself as the example, like, dude, I've, I've added so much strength onto everything. And I'm still, I'm, I still run the same speed. Like, but now I can walk on my hands. Yeah. Now I can. <laughs> You've expanded my, your toolbox. Yeah. Yeah. And like every one of my lifts that I had before I started CrossFit, I've PR'd five or six times since. Like my deadlift probably added like over 200 pounds in the last two and a half years, my squat. But most of all, it's like my form, my range of motion, my mobility. I'm like, yeah. I feel like I'm 12 years old again. And the biggest thing for me when I got into it was, so my wife used to do CrossFit and back in the day, and she was telling me, you know, uh, you should go, you should go and try CrossFit. I'm like, at the time I was super big into like endurance stuff. So I was doing like, um, Spartan races and, uh, triathlons mm -hmm. and stuff. So I'm like, I don't want to put on any weight. I don't want to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm not going to be able to move. Yeah. And she's like, that's not how you're going to look. Not how you're gonna <laughs> Weightlifting does not do that to you. Like, I'm like, well, I can't even do a muscle up. And she's like, that's not what CrossFit is. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, just go, go find a place and go. Just try it. Like she tried that for like a year and a half. And finally I went and walked into a CrossFit box. And uh, wow. uh my first day I couldn't couldn't even put my hands over my head. I remember we were doing we were doing wow. uh, we were doing strict press, and I was uh, like just missing like, the rack position all together. Like, I had no idea what I was doing. I couldn't even get my arm over my head. And I always remember I had this nagging like achiness mm. in my left lat. And when I would put my elbows here, instead of going straight up, it would Blow out. Pull out yeah and i never knew what it was but every time i would go to the pool to start swimming it would nag at me for like the first 15 minutes and i didn't know what it was i just thought it was hey it's just achy i just need to get blood flow in it you know and um you know the coach was like no you have you have just lack of mobility you know you have some knots probably in your lap that you need to foam roll like here try this foam roll or try this grab a pvc pipe just hold it over your head and sit in the squat and just hold it for 10 seconds mm. and then stand up and then do it again and then over time it's like now i can you know 
235 over my head and like no pain. I can move my arm up and down. I can stand on my hands and no pain anywhere. I'm like, that's the biggest thing for me yeah. that changed everything on me. I'm like, every like I got more flexible and better range of range of motion. Yeah. You, you know, I think that's the thing that 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 well, strength athletes, we'll talk about those first strength athletes gain first is um is the is they learn really efficient movement patterns functional movement patterns functional movement like yeah. they, they because the more efficient like the more efficient you are the less energy is mm -hmm. is wasted yep. yeah right so that energy all goes into lift and so you learn really good functional movement patterns that help improve your lifts then you learn mobility and flex then you get mobility right and flexibility and that improves positioning so that makes you stronger as well so now you're you're you've you've got more efficient movement patterns and then you learn muscle recruitment mm -hmm. and the muscle recruitment comes from working out in intensity because yep. right? there's there comes a point where you're just completely exhausted and the only way you're going to get that barbell to your shoulders or that barbell overhead or that pull-up is really recruiting all of your muscle groups and once you learn muscle recruitment combined with the flexibility and mobility and and man it's just like your numbers your numbers go up amy halperin here who's an olympic mm -hmm. lifter your competitive olympic lifter and our coach um has been doing has included crossfit in her training because it's she's seeing her her weights go up due and to all the of her lifts yeah. due to the intensity yeah. that she's getting she's putting forth in the in the metcons and yeah. it's I mean, really there's wild a, there's also that adaptation that happens between your ears right like the in your head like yeah. being able Big to time. go into that uh, that harder darker place i mean you think about getting underneath you know somebody like amy who's already got such a high lift right in comparison to body weight and whatever the mental capacity to get underneath something heavier like that requires intensity mm -hmm. yeah that's uh just it, like the belief in yourself yeah i've been to a dark place i can go bad. go there again mm -hmm. our endurance athletes uh that came in and wanted more endurance realized that the strength training helps them minimize mm -hmm. injuries or mm -hmm. eliminate yep. injuries or recover from injuries and they also find the same things. So I didn't get any slower. Yeah. In fact, I got, got faster. faster. Yep. That's what happened to me. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Dude, like it's the, the reason why I believe in it so much is because I've seen what it did for me personally. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, dude, like I love it. Like I like there's nothing else that I want to coach anymore. Yeah. Like I just want to I want to get the best that I can at possibly doing, you know, doing what I'm what I'm doing. Like this is this is perfect. It's hard to describe the neuroendocrine response, mm -hmm. you know, the hormones that get released as a result of the intensity and the yeah. functional compound movements that CrossFit does. It's like, certain time domains that we work in. I'm sure there's studies on all of it. Um, yeah, Wad Science has done plenty of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah Wad Science. If you follow at yeah. Wad Science on Instagram, it's, it's an amazing, yeah. amazing data that they have. All most a lot of it's related to, to CrossFit. Um, but then there's the neuromuscular response as well right so you're you're learning to recruit more muscles and then you know you become a more efficient runner your mm -hmm. strides a little bit better mechanics get better mechanics you got more muscle mass so that you know over the length of a race like you got less muscle breaking yeah. down because you got more of it um breathing all of those patterns, things everything yeah. yeah breathing patterns right yeah yeah Big um, part. And, and it's and, all relative yeah, it's all relative. It, Jamie's got a really good point. Jamie made a really good point, though the the adaptation that takes place between the years, and this is what we find with our teen athletes, mm -hmm. is they learn how to suffer. Yeah, mm -hmm. and David David Goggins, you know, if you've followed him or oh, yeah. read any of his his work, he talks about this is the ability to push through mm -hmm. um, intensity levels. Swimmers especially do really well with CrossFit. Oh yeah, 
right? Because it, you know, again, swimming usually very short time domains, but the difference between, you know, first and second or, you know, being on the podium, not being on the podium is often right here. Yeah. The ability to push through while you're not breathing Mm -hmm. and you get your head down on the water and like, okay, I'm going to be okay. And guess what? It really is. It always does surprise still to this day will surprise me when I'm, I'm just complete. And you guys know this. You stood over a bar. You're just completely exhausted. Could be a you know a 135 power claim, yeah. but you've done 10 of them. You've done a whole bunch of you know rowing and then you know running or anything else you've done with, and you're exhausted. You're standing. You're like, and your body says no, no, no. And then you go pick it up and it lands like perfectly right in their shoulders. You're like, son of a bitch, I could. Do <laughs> it's, your brain, it's your brain playing games with you. Yeah, yeah. it's your brain it's saying game, no. Man. Yeah, and learning that to trust your physiology yeah. is a very difficult thing for, yeah. for especially younger athletes and they mm-hmm. grow into it. There's some people that are natural, right? Yeah. That, that have that killer instinct. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's, it's, it, again, I, you know, we can extol the virtues of CrossFit all day long. Um, right. and I'm glad to see that you're on board with the, um, with us, uh, as an affiliate. And I think it's going to be, it's going to be awesome for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you. <clears throat> what, what are you you're in right now how many square feet are you in now we're in uh 2100 square feet so okay. we still have to uh, knock down a wall and uh, we're mm. going to build an office so i think we'll be left over with like 1800 square feet okay to nine, or 18 to 1700 square feet after the wall's built waiting on the plans and everything to get done so yeah just kind of go through the, the permitting the process city. are you going through a permitting process yeah. oh yeah. god <laughs> craig's got some stories yeah for that. i bet you do <laughs> Yeah, good luck. And, yeah. good luck man you're in concord though yeah not pleasant yeah not pleasant <laughs> <laughs> and 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 every every um well small every small business and especially in california so i went to i got to go to waterpalooza and i met affiliate owners from around the world and we i went to this one dinner and there's a guy one guy from france guy from ireland um and then there's um another one another two another one from California, but we were all, and then an East coast guy. So we were, we're all sitting around and we're talking, we're talking about the challenges that we face and in California has a lot, a lot, there's a, there's just a lot of administration and then there's local governments that, you know, that want to that want to charge you for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is, it is challenging as a business owner. There's a lot to keep up with mm-hmm. and they change the laws every year and they add new requirements, especially for employees. And some of these things are, are, are good for the employees and beneficial, but Man, there's a lot of challenges and the city governments don't make it super easy and they're not super eager to to get it done really fast yeah. and again they're making you jump through through hoops right um so nice job on doing that Appreciate um it. but i will tell you this that one thing i learned when i was in one in waterpalooza talking to these guys it's it is hard here in california it's harder than most other states almost all other states mm-hmm. um but it's not as hard as France. <laughs> when I listened to, I Daniel. felt better after talking to those guys in France and the stuff that they have to do, the regulations really? yeah. in those countries and some of these other countries in order to open up a business. It's, it's brutal. How, and what they have to do for the employees and the fees and the costs, like, you know, take everything that we pay in California in terms of fees and operational costs that, you know, that are not related to, you know, directly, directly related to business and like, multiply times five and that's what they've got to deal with it's really really challenging always be worse right yeah it can always be worse be worse man and so we get through it but uh congratulations on that and so two so two thousand square feet a rule of thumb that we've always used is you divide it by 20 Mm -hmm. and that'll tell you how many members you can support 
Um, because uh, the one problem with CrossFit, with CrossFit affiliates, we, we by and large, compared to like a you know a global gym, we we don't have a lot of members. Yeah. And the problem is that our members come. Yeah, like they come yeah. every day. Like yeah, they, they come a lot. Different business model. We yeah. want them here versus yeah. empty yeah. gym to sell right. memberships. We do. We want them here, so they come a lot, and then they fill up classes, and you can and you got a seven foot barbell. Yeah, that you know that's yeah. limiting your space. Right. But I'm feeling like with if you you know 1900, you can probably get to you probably you're going to be reaching capacity as you get to like 150 to 180 is what I'm thinking. Yeah, I've 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 worked with a lot less space. So I've gotten kind of crafty. Yeah, with I was like going to say working work. out of the garage. Yeah. Yeah. affiliate owners are really good and, at that. Yeah, I've gotten really crafty. Get creative, at, at figuring stuff out. Um, it, uh, it it is hard some hours. So our busiest hours right now are 5 a.m., 9 a.m., and 6 p.m. Yep. And every class is going to be over over 14 people. Uh, every day, wow. every other class is just kind of like, you know, six here, eight there, mm -hmm. you know, nine here. But those three hours are like prime hours. And it's like, that's great. All right, so we got to move everything to the back of the gym. We're only going to have this, this like last night. So last night we did um, fight gone bad. Oh, yeah. So we have six <laughs> rowers. We leaned our six rowers up. The barbell was right to the left side in a straight line for everybody. So it was rower, barbell, rower. Oh, bar, so you, yes. All See? the way down. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Over, all the way down. And then you had your ball up against the wall. The box was up against the front of the rower, and then um, you would transfer, obviously, from the ball, barbell, box, barbell, rower, finish on the rower, and then rest. It was like it was tight, but yeah. we made it work. Did you do it in heats, or did you do it? Uh, in so we did two heats per class, so everybody yeah, partnered up. First group. Did, did first you group. have the partner count for them? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, got, I got it on video. I'll show you guys. Love it. So yeah, it's like, and then you look on video, and it's like it looks like the open. Yeah. Because it's yeah. like everybody's just. Boom, yeah, boom, boom. everybody's that's cool. That's there. awesome. Yeah, Isn't that fun when you get out. that going? That's it's, that's a great workout too to yeah. kind of like prep that for is, the open too, yeah. because it's like, okay, you got somebody counting for you and you get some practice and yeah. you know, just cheering or at least being supportive. Yeah. You you do it as the challenge to kind of like get them in the in the vibe of like this is what the open's gonna be like exactly. without telling them. Yeah. So then when they say, Well, I can't do that, well, you just did fight gone bad. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Like, don't think of it as just the open. <laughs> that's like, awesome. You're challenging yourself. Yeah yeah but, that um, is cool yeah so, figure out how to make it work yeah when you so greg glassman said you know someone asked him i remember being at a conference with him in 2000 i want to say 2009 in austin texas and one of the affiliate owners asked in the crowd so hey like you know when's when do we expand when do we you know when do i take it to the next level and he said when you get a lot of complaints <laughs> you want a lot of complaints not just one complaint because there's always one yeah. person that's going to complain but you want a lot of complaints when everybody's complaining yeah that's when you expand and that's kind of what we did when yeah. when it was just it was getting chaotic it was we were tight. doing clothes cl cl classes half indoors half outdoors yeah. stuff we were a nuisance to our neighbors and we finally just kind of said okay let's do this good how long's your lease three years okay yeah, so we're right hoping on. we're hoping we're hoping to be at capacity by then and you know oh, hey we gotta yeah. we gotta reevaluate to see if we want to well, be it, here it's yeah. your current rate of expansion of 20 percent in three months i think yeah you're, you're, gonna you're, be, you're on track <laughs> one of the things i like to tell affiliate owners the first hundred's the hardest yeah. that's what you told me the first yeah time I told and, you. and the yeah. next and the next hundred is is a little bit easier because you got 100 people telling your story now yeah, yeah. and then they bring their family and friends and, and there's the your marketing right there word of mouth yeah that is that's freaking cool man and and by the way for people that don't know what is uh tell us tell everyone what maba stands for <laughs> make america buff again <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny how that started out so 
uh, as I said, I was doing like a lot of endurance stuff before. And, you know, you go to the front of the line. I was always at the front of the race because I'm like, I need to get ahead out of yeah. these guys beforehand. So, and I want to show them, you know, I'm here. So, uh, I would always sit up at the front. I always, always have my shirt off. And like all the guys, you would, they'd take like the, the pictures beforehand. You see all these little skinny guys and then just one, you know, built guy in the middle. And like everybody's looking like, what are you doing here? Yeah. And then you, you take off and you're at the same speed and they're like, like where the, why are you still here after two miles what the hell like you know the big guys usually fall off and um they'd be like man like i passed you in the race and you were right next to me like telling all these stories and they're like i had no idea like you could be like that and move like that and i'm like Shit, bro, you can be buff and move too and they'd be like yeah man i'm like yeah make make america buff again yeah i just kind of like just kept saying it and it, awesome. it just kind of stuck and it was just something i always like hashtag on like pictures and stuff and then when it came time to you know open up my own place i was like what it's something that i really want to do to to, to kind of like throw myself out there. I was like, man, make a butt. Like that kind of tells a little bit of my, my personality. Yeah. And, you know, that's like, so good. Let's just man. do mob a lab. And I was like, you know, let's throw that together. So it's funny. Um, the colors I use, um, it's just kind of like off my history, you know. Um, I used to, uh, I used to be addicted to drugs and alcohol about, uh, 2000, probably 2000 and, eight to 2000 the end of 2012 so december 2012 is when i quit uh painkillers uh altogether cold turkey good for you man um alcohol a little bit after um but the black represents you know the darkness that mm -hmm. i once was in um i grew up doing construction with my dad uh from a young age just like on the weekends you know going to work with dad and um it was you know it was fun you know but as you get older you're like ah, it's not something i want to do you know and uh, my dad was so good at his craft and what he did that people would always say, "Hell, oh, it's almost time to give your sons the business. And I'm always like, no, I don't want this damn business. You know, I'm not, I don't, I, nothing against construction workers, but I'm like, no, I want to be a pro football player. Like I, I was put on this earth to play football because at the time, you know, I was a football player and um, they would always say like, oh, you're going to be a good, a good uh, construction worker one day, a good boss, a good contractor. And uh, the contractors, um, they wear the, uh, the neon, yeah, the, the neon oh, vest. Okay. So depression the neon vest, um, the lab that's on the bottom of our logo. That's, it's looks like the inside of like the metal lining of a bed of a truck. Yeah. Um, the first gym I ever worked at, uh, shout out Anthony trucks. Uh, one of my mentors, uh, he owned a gym called trucks training, uh, ex NFL player. He's a public speaker now. And, uh, he owned a couple of gyms back in the day. He gave me my first, um, my first shot at coaching, um, at like last minute, like literally with like five minutes before the <laughs> class. But, um, his, uh, his, his last name trucks at his front desk he had that lining wrapped around his um his front desk um to represent his last name so i, I always liked that 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 tough look so i was like you know it looks tough on the lab so mobile lab we're creating we're creating new humans in the lab man yeah uh so i threw that on there and you know just to kind of show like my past and then you know this is my present now but uh you look at that you look at that logo every day and it just kind of like made it like yeah I, I made my dream come true and I, I didn't end up being the construction worker that everybody thought I was going to be. I beat depression, um, you know, and I'm representing my past and getting it going. That's awesome, so, man. Damn, every, man. everything I have, it, awesome it, it, it goes yeah. into, it goes into something, you know, it's like, I didn't, yeah. I felt like I ended up here by accident, but it was just years and years and years of hard work and working on myself. And, mm -hmm. um, I, I, I've worked so hard over the last 11 years and, like I said, I finally made it to the mountain peak, but now there's another mountain to climb, man. Like this is, this isn't the riding off into the sunset. This is the story beginning. Now. Yeah. You know, everything else is behind you. 
and now now it's a now it's a new purpose. I got two young boys, a three year old and an eighteen month old. Uh, I got my wife. You know, we got we just bought a house, and well, three years ago we bought a house, and like we're just we're just starting too. Like it's crazy, man, how things work. Yeah, right. That's awesome, man. That's outstanding. Thank you. If you've gotten through all of that in the last five years, the the next five years are going to be so much easier for you. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you did the hardest part of the chipper yeah. right up front, right? <laughs> you're now you're in the you're, you're in the 30 20 tens. Yeah. <laughs> you got through the 50 you, and 40. You got through the 50 and 40 already, brother. That's that's awesome. It's a crazy journey, man. Yeah. Like, you think about it and it's like um um I developed the the um the uh, addiction to painkillers playing football. So mm. uh college years, you know. Um my last year, I played two years at LMC uh, right here in Pittsburgh. Uh, kind of started popping painkillers towards the end of that. And mm. it's like I have an addictive personality. So, like, as soon as I started taking those, it was like it became my life. Yeah. Hey, newsflash, by the way. So, do like probably 80% of our members. Right. Yeah. Yeah. People in this room. This, yeah. I mean, it is kind of, and it's we've got this healthy addiction. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. You yeah. just, you, you just kind of switch focuses. Yep. Um, so kind of did that and got really out of shape, put on a lot of weight, got a scholarship to Western Washington University and pretty much pissed it away because I was, you know, drunk or on drugs the entire time and mm -hmm. uh, went up there out of shape and kind of got pushed aside. And for the first time away from my family, like everything just kind of closed in and got anxiety. And you know, wow. I, didn't, I didn't have any drive to do anything. I didn't want to be there anymore. And it was like for the first time in your life, you go from not being like a superstar to like man, like I'm not, I don't even feel wanted here, you know, because yeah. you you're, you're of no use to a university or a football team or any team if you're not the Clydesdale that they thought that they thought you were going to be. You know, it's kind of right. like, oh, just go over there with the backups and like we'll put you in on special teams. And yeah. the coaches did try to work with me. But like I said, I was so gone into my addiction. It was like I wasn't learning the place like they would put me in. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, so after my uh, my junior year, so I was up there for a year. Uh, they, they canceled the football program. Um, just out of nowhere, we had just won a rotary bowl. So we had won a bowl game the first time that the school had a winning season in like, just like eight years. And, um, they brought us all into a room and we came back for the first semester and, uh, they said, Hey, well, we're canceling the, uh, the, the football program. So, uh, Damn. Um, you guys are welcome to stay here and go to school or you guys can transfer out. Let us know what we can do for you. Uh, they closed the door behind them and, uh, all the, all Fuck. the players were kind of just like left to like kind of fend for ourselves. Yeah. Um, for me though, it was kind of a relief, right? Because I'm like, now I have a, now I have a reason I can go home and not be ashamed of myself, right? Oh, and it's like, all right, well, I had other schools coming to 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 possibly make offers and everything, and um, they um, they offered, you know, hey, you can come here with us. Da, 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 we just need to see your transcripts. And it's like I wasn't going to class anymore, so I was failing. And I'm like, I think I'm done. Yeah. Going to go home. So went home and packed up all my stuff, left, went home, and uh, kind of like tried to start a life i mean i wanted to be a cop or like something that like had meaning but it was i couldn't pass the test to to even get my foot in the door so it was like you kind of go through this long period of depression of like like without football i'm, I'm nothing yeah. you know like i don't have anything to call anymore like i left here thinking i was going to go to the nfl but now i'm back here like working construction crawling under houses doing stuff i don't want to do and um kind of just breaks you down right and you start hiding away in the room by yourself and like don't want to go out put on weight don't even know it and went through a long period probably about a five-year period of just like darkness you know mm -hmm. um and um 
one day woke up and was like, man, I just kind of had enough of this. I don't want to do this anymore. You know, I want to want to do more stuff and um, I want to I want to chase my dreams. I want to figure it out. You know, got really into MMA and um, I uh, I quit quit painkillers cold turkey and stopped drinking and um, went into a jujitsu academy. Um, met my instructor Ricardo Barros out of uh, Brentwood and immediately the first day it was like any type of what do you call it any type of of ego i had from being a bigger stronger just guy just got demolished got my ass kicked for <laughs> first guy i ever sparred with he was probably about 175 pounds oh. uh probably he, he back he got on my back he got on my back immediately like with without even trying and just pretty much could have did whatever he wanted with me i just felt remember for my first the first time in my life feeling so like helpless and yeah. like oh my god like what's this guy doing? Get this little monkey off my damn back! Like, <laughs> hey, and then just all of a sudden he's got a hold of your shirt and he's choking you. And yeah. like, I just remember thinking like, oh my god! Like he's like, hey, just just. I keep. picked I picked the wrong day to quit <laughs> yeah. painkillers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! And uh, yeah. he was like, I was like, how do I get like you? And he was just like, just keep showing up. Yeah, like a, a black belt or is a white belt that never stopped coming. So wow. I took kind of like took that. that took that ball running and. um I had to get over the ego though, because we're yeah. so used to dealing with strength and like being the aggressor. He's like, "Don't be the aggressor. Like, you want to be like Jason, bro. Like Jason, you quiet, and then you you come out when it's ready. Like, yeah. you, like you're too tense. Relax, relax, relax. Then you explode. Yeah. Use your strength when you need it. And kind of like like Karate Kid, man. Mm -hmm. So um, it's funny. I ended up um, so I ended up training in the martial arts program, uh, doing jujitsu, Muay Thai, and stuff like that. Nogi. Um, for about five years with them uh and uh got my i worked all the way up to my purple belt um was teaching classes and stuff like that but i also started going into uh my buddy's gym and um working out and hitting the bags and just doing my own stuff like i would just put my headphones on i was 300 pounds at the time so i for me it was like headphones on i don't want anybody to know i'm here i'm gonna yeah. hide in the back and i'm just gonna kind of work out and like do my thing and then uh, just kind of hang out. I never wanted to go home because I knew that when I go home, like I'm alone. Yeah. So it was like, I would just stay there yeah. and just work out all day for like four hours. I probably did that for like a year. And so I would stay there and work out. Then I would go to the cross or the cross, not the cross, but I'm sorry, the, the jujitsu academy, do jujitsu, like do Muay Thai stuff wow. like that. Then I'd go home. I did that every day for probably a year. And then on Sundays I'd go for like a long run or go find another gym in the area that was open, go do open mat, stuff like that. Um, but it was a long process, yeah. man. And like I said, um, I feel like the old me died with the addict and then the new me was created by, by martial arts and gave me a whole different perspective on life. It was like, I came in as this guy who knew nothing, but then, you know, a couple of years later, I'm the guy that's teaching the new guys that are coming in. And like, like I took that same mindset into jujitsu or into, uh, into CrossFit. Mm -hmm. So I remember showing up to the, to the gym. So, um, what was it? I think it was the end of 2020. Um, I walked into uh, CrossFit overwatch with uh jimmy grenger and i yep. i uh tried out a class and um it's funny after class he's like how'd you like it i'm like it's great i want to come back in and work out again he, uh, i was like so uh how long do you think i have until i can become a games athlete <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> and uh, he looked at me and started laughing yeah. and he was like how old are you and i was like oh, you know 35 he's like all right uh you're probably never gonna make it there but <laughs> there's this age group thing. yeah but <laughs> there's this age group five or six years with with you know training hard and you know being coachable like i think you can be a master's athlete yeah. i'm like all right um i'll see you tomorrow 
came back the next day, came back the next day, came back the next day. Just And I kept that in my mindset of like, don't always have to be first. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you do 10 snatches. If you do them ugly, it, it doesn't matter, you know? So I always kind of kept that in my in my back of my mind. I was like, always work on the stuff you suck at. Like, don't do the Metcon today. Go do wall walks. Mm-hmm. Like, go, 10 minutes of wall walk practice. Don't, who cares about the, you know, not who cares, but, you know, don't worry about always being first or being the big dog in the gym. Put the, put the guard down and, you know, go do, go do handstand pushups, go do this, go do that. There's always stuff you can work on. So that's kind of like how I, how I grew myself as, you know, as a CrossFit athlete. And uh, just from being there alone though, and like being a part of a community where it was like, um, you were accepted, you know, you walk in the first day and it's like, I don't have a jump rope. I don't have this. I don't have that. And it's like, Hey, I got a jump rope. Hey, I got this. Hey, try this chalk. Let me, let me, this is how you chalk your bar up. Like you're okay. Well, Hey, hold your bar like this. Like, you know, it's like, everybody's so helpful and, and wants to help you, you know, wants to help you get through the workout. And it's like, then everybody, everybody grinds together. Everybody falls on the floor together. And it's like, like, it's more than just a gym. It's like, you're automatically a part of a family um, of people who have the same most of them have the same backstory as you, but who have the same goals and aspirations as you, you know, but they just, you know, they have different paths of their profession, but everybody's there for a common goal. Mm-hmm. And that's what brings everybody together. It's amazing. Like I said, like I walked in, you know, seeing Craig off, off Facebook, you know, trying to buy some equipment and we sat and talked for a couple of hours and it was like, man, I feel like I've known you my entire life, like CrossFit <laughs> brought us together, you know? Um, yeah. Same thing. I went and bought some equipment from, um, what was that? Uh, a gym in Alameda, a CrossFit box in Alameda, um same thing if i if i seen the lady on on the street we'd probably walk right past each other yeah but since you know crossfit brought us together it was like we sat there and talked for two hours like i went over there to buy some some uh, some shrimp trawlers for my rigs and she's like oh you should look at this like i set this up like this and i did this and wall walks right here and like i did this like let me show you around my whole gym and same thing and it's like i'm the same way when people come to my gym i'm like hey like you know this show off a little bit here yeah and like uh like i said it just brings us all together man we have one common goal and if if you bring in a good a good attitude and you know you're you're a good person you're accepted right away man yeah like i tell people i said don't don't be afraid to to let your guard down and come into a, a crossfit box because you're not going to find the same attitude you see at 24 hours 24 hour fitness like you're going to find people who care about you and want to see you do well mm-hmm. and who are really going to cheer for you. And, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to kick you off a bike because we want to talk on our cell phone and text. And they're like, yeah, but I see, these, I see the games and like all these athletes. And I'm like, it's not what it is, dude. It's not it's what it is. Like different. Yeah. It's like nobody in our gym will ever get bullied by anybody. Cause we're all so close that none of us would stand for it. You know what I mean? I'm like, there's no person in here that's ever going to down talk you or put their hands on you or, or put you down because yeah. we've all been there. Yeah. Like I was the fat guy before I was 300 pounds in the back of the gym hiding and people tried to come and talk to me all the time. You know, like I would kind of just, you know, hide in the corner, but it's like, I understand how that feels. That's why I can relate to everybody, you know? And like people are, oh, well, you're an athlete and you got all this muscle. What do you have to worry about? I'm like, dude, you have no idea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can right. talk to you for the next five hours. Where do you want to start? <laughs> yeah. Where do you want to start, man? Yeah. You know? and, and you know, when people come in here, I tell them that it's, you know, you're going to walk in, you see a bunch of fit people. That's because it works. Exactly. Yeah. And they come and they keep coming back and coming back and coming back. And this is going to be a year from now. You're going to be in there and someone's going to walk in this gym to, to check it out. And they're going to be like, oh, I can't be like you, this mm-hmm. person. And that's going to be you they're looking at mm-hmm. because you're going to be confident. You're going to be strong. You're going to be moving well. And you're going to be exemplifying everything that, you know, that happens here in this gym. 
Yeah. What a man, what a great story. That's yeah. that, 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 that really just kind of like sums it up. The, um, do you find that people, when they come into your gym, that they get intimidated by the welcomeness of the gym? You know what I mean? Like sometimes it, well, I'll, I'll bring, what are all these we'll, weirdos I'll, doing? Yeah, I'll, I'll bring, <laughs> I'll, I'll bring, I'll bring people in for a tour. And as we're walking around, people know because they're standing with me or they're standing with someone from, uh, one of my coaches or with one of the front desk people. And they know it's a new person. So they go, hey, how you doing? Hey, welcome. Glad you're here. Yeah. I think, man. It's like walking right into a cult. <laughs> yeah. I think I break the ice right from the right from the jump because when they open the door, I immediately like run up. I'm like, what's up, man? Yeah. Like, oh, like, who the hell is this weirdo? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you don't get that in any business. Nowhere. You don't Nowhere. get that in any business. It's one of the really cool things. And it's, yeah. it's, and it's not that we're trying to recruit. And it's not that we're trying to, you know, bring you in. It's that. There, for some reason, when you walk into this place, it kind of takes away those barriers and it exactly. almost make, it makes you more human. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it constantly humbles you every day. Well, yeah. that's right. Yeah. right. Every day we're being humbled. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like I said, we, we did, we did fight gone band yesterday. And like everybody left the gym, like, oh my God. Like people, are like, that's an 18 minute workout. What else are we going to do? This is what we're going to do. And then like, after they're done, like, I am done <laughs> like after you explain them the stimulus and how they're yeah. like listen if you want to pick up a barbell after this you didn't do it right yeah and yeah they're like oh, okay so i'm like remember that in your head yeah. remember that this is only 18 minutes of your day but it's going to be the worst 18 minutes of your day physically <laughs> like, oh i get it i get it it's so true <laughs> it's so true the, the the best workouts for me and for our members the ones that are the worst at yep right those are the ones you learn the most from yeah, yeah. the ones that humble you the most yeah the ones that don't look that hard on paper yeah those are the ones, those, you know, what is, it's what Glassman said, we fail at the margins of our yep. experience. Yep. And so the closer we get to that margin, the more we start to learn. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like anytime I see gymnastics on anything, I'm like, all right, it's going to be a fun day. Yep. <laughs> Have fun sucking. Yeah. <laughs> Do the best you can. <laughs> oh, my God. Man, so, that's awesome. So um, just kind of, we're moving into the last thing. We're headed into the open with it starts in a couple of weeks what's really cool within the crossfit community they're at they're on pace for like a record open yeah. this year for oh, the, nice. maybe the best open attendance yeah. ever uh, participation ever in the history of crossfit which is huge after the last few years yeah and so they're i think their numbers are right now are matching like 2018 which is i think the best year they ever had which is 400,000 so that's the number trend mm -hmm. i think they're trying to get above 400,000 last oh, year nice. i think they got above 300 they got 320 which was a great year especially coming off pandemic mm -hmm. um so that's this so so in terms of the state of the open and the state of crossfit and the crossfit games that's pretty outstanding crossfit games sold out oh by the way i heard uh, in castro's presentation yesterday that the uh, vendor area at the crossfit games this year is open to the public oh really so you don't have to have like a you don't even have to have, yeah, to yeah which i think is huge so you think about the the super bowl this last weekend mm -hmm. super bowl you know obviously you need a ticket to get in but to go to all the nfl experience functions and all that stuff you, it's just anybody can go into that which is good so if That's you're tight. and especially if you're a vendor yeah and you're going yeah you're, you got way more eyes coming at you you got way more you got way more people coming yeah which would be a fun thing to do too. Like it might even, I, I think it'll be a lot of fun for people to go down there, go yeah. to and hang out. And the, he said, Castro said that experience is going to be outstanding this year. That's cool. So they'll probably have places you can go and sit, watch. Yeah, like they always, say, they always have. I have right? like a viewing station. Yeah, or viewing station. Like that. It's in Texas this year. Right? Yeah. yeah, but I could also see 
you know, just going there and then going back to your hotel and watching it with your buddies in yeah. the in the hotel on the you know yeah. on the internet or however stream it wherever yeah, stream it wherever, um, which would be fun to do too, and just and not even have to go into the stadium. So that's that that's a I think that's a really good cool thing. I haven't heard anything about the ticket sales from the semifinals yet. Nothing there. Um, the affiliate council just uh, I just wanted to kind of close up there because uh, we've had I've had three calls and one meeting. The one meeting was in person at Wadapalooza. The best thing I took from that was I got a, to sit at a dinner table with Jada Koontz, um, who's the new guy that's running affiliates. That you know he was that's, he kind of got attacked a little <laughs> bit online. He took, he took he took a nice little uh, yeah, and he's a good intro. sport about it. Because uh, he had said, uh, you know, at one point in time at some conference a few years ago that CrossFit's dangerous, and obviously he's learned from that. Yeah. His, his L1 experience. That was like, what, five years ago when he said that? Yeah. And, and that was he, pre, pre and, real and, CrossFit and, you know, I blame, uh, and, and I think CrossFit would take the blame for this. How they introduced him was not the best way. Yeah. You know, letting, letting him do a self-recorded video and putting yeah. it out there to the community. Because <laughs> then, you know, they gave the Hillers the opportunity to yeah. just rip it apart. Just open him up for scrutiny. Th- um, Matt Souza, I talked to Matt Souza on the phone. He goes, just think if they had, if they had instead um, taken him right away and put him in his L1. Yeah. And, and knowing, and then, and then, and then video record that experience and have yeah. it kind of be the kind of the lightning of like, yeah. you know, like you have with your L2 and I have with my L2, like, Oh shit, man, this is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And let him have that experience and then introduce him that way would have been, that would have been a way better move. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's 2020 hindsight, but, yeah. um, the, but anyway, so, so the, at the affiliate council, the best thing I got, the, the biggest thing I took is I got to know him. He's, he's a really smart guy, yeah. very smart guy. And, and they do have a lot planned this year. There's a ton of advertising and marketing that they're going to do for CrossFit mm-hmm. to drive people to CrossFit. I'm starting, I feel like I'm starting to see it and feel it here yeah. at Diablo. The amount of social media, if you've, oh, their social media has kicked up a make lot. Make sure that you have your members following like CrossFit training. They should yeah. be following CrossFit. They should be following CrossFit training right now. There's I, Someone asked me, what's the difference between the two in terms of their content? And there's not much difference. Mm-hmm. And, and and that was seen as kind of a criticism, but, but I'm like, I don't know that it is necessarily needs to be a criticism. Mm-hmm. Like really what you want is eyeballs and you want people watching the content and the content on CrossFit training is really, really good. They're really emotional stories, that, yeah. uh, you know, powerful stories, transformational stories. Same with CrossFit. And CrossFit will take the best of those and put that on theirs. And even CrossFit games, uh, uh, following CrossFit games is kind of cool too. Mm-hmm. But there's a, uh, there's content every day now yeah. okay. on social media. Multiple times a day. Multiple times yeah. a day. I feel like they got I, a I lot can't, more posts I, I can't even keep up. And, it, and a lot of it is success stories, trans, uh, transformation stories, training uh, tips, um, you know, holding the standard, uh, uh, featuring uh, their coaches, their flow masters. Mm-hmm. So really good stuff there that I think is starting to drive um, attention and Don said he's going. They're going to spend millions of dollars in marketing CrossFit this year, and that's in his ultimate goal is to get you know thirty million CrossFitters and yeah. and you know the bulk of those people are going to go to our affiliates. Yeah. So if I was an affiliate owner this year, I'd, you know, God, now's the year. Now's the time over the next few months to freshen up your gym, make sure your equipment's good, repaint those kinds of things, leverage some of the content that they're putting yeah, out already. Some of the content. That's right. There's a ton of content yeah. available to use. Especially um, since you have access to it through the right. affiliate toolkit, right? There's another, yeah, we do a ton, and there's a there's another town hall coming at the end of this month. The last town, the last town hall was good, yeah, and the the content was good. You can you can go online, you can rewatch it if you want. 
they talk about some of the, a lot of those things. There's more L1s available. There's more L2s available. They're going to make those more available. And then you've got your regional managers that are working their ass off, and they're doing mm-hmm. all kinds of workshops. Uh, Katie Hogan, who's ours on the West Coast, just had a workshop yesterday, kind of like a, a she calls it a, uh, where all the affiliate owners get together. Basically, affiliators just come together and kind of talk about what their latest issues are and what their ideas are and those types of things. It's basically just a you know a brain power session. Yeah. So nice. tons of stuff available for affiliate owners and if, and we are having the council does have an opportunity to have input in the direction we get asked. What do you think about? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we have input and they've listened to our input, especially as it concerns marketing or affects the affiliates. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to this year too, they're going to start reaching out to some of the, um, this year, um, this next month over the next two months, they're going to start reaching out to affiliate owners, uh, the OG OGs. The original affiliate owners and i think there's something like a you know a thousand of them mm. like the first thousand affiliate owners and having and doing group calls with uh, with management to give them an opportunity to hear what's going on and what that's cool is. that's really cool and the last part is uh the last thing i just wanted to kind of draw attention to before we close out is uh this stuff there's lots of discussions about the owners of crossfit the the private equity company and i think it's I think it's important to to know that their goals, even though they are related to the valuation of the company, they need the value of CrossFit to go up mm-hmm. um, because that's what they put their money in for. And they put it in as an investment. And you can blame whoever you want to blame for doing business with private equity, but the private equity company wants the value of CrossFit to go up. Now that can is congruent with what we want, which is more people coming into CrossFit and the value of our affiliates going up. So those two are essentially kind of aligned. What's not aligned is, is if they decide to sell the company, and which is highly likely as a private equity company. They don't have long-term emotional ties to the business like I do to Diablo and like Derek does to Mama. Like the, the, there's not that big connection that's going to, you know, I'm going to make sure it transitions to, you know, so the legacy of Diablo continues. These guys are interested in, in putting it in hands of people that are going to run it well, but they're also interested in the multiple they're going to get on the business. That's going to happen. Could happen later this year. I don't think so. But it likely will happen next year or the year after. And that's okay. CrossFit will continue to be CrossFit. The methodology will continue to be the methodology. Mm -hmm. The standard will be the standard. Right. All of those things are in place and we will still continue to do the miraculous work that we do with our community. We still are the most important people in the world because we are helping cure chronic disease. 100% ending America's dependency upon pharma companies mm-hmm. and, and, and just making people overall healthier and better people overall, that will continue to be there no matter who owns it. Mm-hmm. Um, what they decide to do with it, we can make those assessments and judgments later. But in the meantime, the, you know, our goals are aligned with yeah. who, with the people that own it and they want to invest a lot of money and obviously in, in, in driving more people to us the right way. So, mm-hmm. I'm down with that. It's like no matter what, we're still showing up and putting our coaches' hats on. That'll never stop. Yep, exactly. That's exactly we're still right. Still going to treat you the same. Exactly. That's right. Because we love what we do, right? I had a long talk with a guy at Sisu CrossFit. He's been around 15 years up in Minnesota. <laughs> He's got three locations. He said the same thing. Yeah. He got. He was a really tight ship. Great website. Um, but he's he's a strength and conditioning guy too. But he loves CrossFit. He goes like, every day. I'm gonna, you know, mm-hmm. same thing's gonna happen. Come in. I'm gonna coach. I'm gonna make people better. Exactly. And people will keep coming to me. <clears throat> yeah. Right. No matter. And and my customers don't know who owns CrossFit. 
right? <laughs> I've never done no. Thank yeah. you on CrossFit. It <laughs> 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 got right. right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, especially the new ones like that. Yeah, why didn't you invent this? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Right. And I, I think a lot of affiliate owners forget that that exact thing right yeah. there. You're one hundred percent. It's a good point. <laughs> So we'll keep doing what we're doing. Anyway, uh, Derek, listen, this has uh, been a great yeah, conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, you guys for having me. gave us a ton of sound bites. Your stories are amazing. Yeah, I, you, like I, I literally could just shut Jamie and I out and just listen to you talk. <laughs> it was really, really good. Very powerful. Very motivational. And, and super impressed with what you've done. I, I literally don't have any doubts that you're going to be, you know, one of the greatest affiliates in CrossFit community. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's good just, to have the you, support. You've you've paid your dues, yeah. you know, in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. Sure. So it's kind of awesome. I'm glad to know you, uh, Derek. Uh, Derek, by the way, and uh, Mabalab is uh, nine miles away from Diablo, so he's just uh, he's not too far away. So we will be getting together with he and his gym probably often. Oh yeah, all time. Or to it. Yeah, for right. sure. Yep. We'll see each other a lot. Yeah. yeah. Right on, dude. All right. For well, sure. thanks for being here. Thank you, guys, man. Appreciate right. it. Till next time. All right.